Hey everyone, I'm JD Prater. And I'm Margo Cleveland. And today is August 31st, 2017, and these are your top six PPC headlines from this week. And if you guys just heard, that was Margo. She's gonna be <laughs> she's gonna be joining us today. Paul is down in uh, San Diego for uh, an event with Google, and so we got Margo to fill in. Uh, Margo, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. I'm Margo. I'm a part of the customer success team here at AdStage. I like to dive into ad tech news to make sure I'm able to understand my clients' struggles and then help them use AdStage to help solve those problems. Heck yeah. Every time I'm looking over at Margot's screen, she's always reading like the latest like on uh, PPC Hero or Marketing Land. So she's pretty good at keeping up with the news. And so that's why she's on the show. And uh, if she does really well, maybe Paul will never come back. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump in. Uh, cool. So top six, we got two from Facebook, two from AdWords, one from Amazon, and then one from like this Google Marketo. Uh, let's get started with, with Facebook. So really interesting announcement that they, Facebook came out and really taking a hard stance here on fake news. Did you see that uh, they are going to be blocking ads from pages that are repeatedly sharing false news? Did you, did you see, uh, check out this headline? Yeah, I did. This is I'm really happy about this. I feel like the spread of this false news, as they, as Facebook has been calling it, um, instead of fake news, is so good. And I think preventing those websites from making money is really a great way to cut down on it. Yeah, I mean, if you can like cut off the revenue stream, maybe they'll actually stop. So um, I'm actually a huge fan of this one too. So I really like they they broke it out as disrupting the economic incentive to create false news. Uh, and I, I good, uh, good also pick up on that too. They're not calling it fake news. They're literally saying it is false. It's not fake. It's not like it's made up. It is, it is literally not even true news. So uh, if you do that, you're not going to be able to buy ads anymore. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if you are sharing false news, please stop. And um, also, I, I hope you get banned. Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, awesome. Uh, so BuzzSumo came out with another uh, sweet report on Facebook engagement. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this one? No surprise here for me seeing that um, page engagement dropped 20%. I mean, with organic traffic, I feel like it's just dropping. And with all the competition out, out there, with all the articles being posted, I know myself, I don't post that frequently anymore, but when I see all those articles, that traffic is just huge. You know, there's articles for, from news, um, there's listicles, all things like that. So there's, just, there's gotta be so much competition fighting in that news feed. It just kind of makes sense that the, um, that engagement is dropping. Yeah, it's crazy. Like 20% drop in organic. We've already known that Facebook's been a pay-to-play like platform, but another drop. And this is just in 2017 drop, right? This is, this is recent. This isn't over years. This is like in 2017. And one thing I really like that you said, uh, this report calls out is Facebook is saying on average, there are 1,500 stories that could appear in your feed. So think about this. Like when you're scrolling through, about how far do you think you actually scroll through? Maybe what, 50? Maybe. Maybe. So there's another... 1,450 stories that you're not even seeing. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so there's definitely some algorithm changes going on here. The, definitely a ton of content being shared with family. You've got like BuzzFeed, Washington Post, New York Times. you got all the publishers, plus family, plus friends, plus all of those like moments that they're throwing in now <laughs> or your Facebook groups. Are, are you part of any groups? 
Yeah, just a couple actually. Yeah, I've noticed that they've been surfacing those a lot more in my newsfeed. How about you? Actually, yeah, you know, that's a really good point. I have, now that you mentioned that, I have seen more of that yeah. popping up in mine. This doesn't even include like that, their, what, last week whenever they announced Facebook Watch. Did you see that one where they're going to be doing all this uh, native video content within the Facebook app, like its own tab and everything? I always accidentally swipe to the right and find myself there, and I always swipe right back. So I don't quite know what it is yet, but I do know it exists. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it'll be interesting to see the adoption rate on that one. I'm sure it's always going to be the first week's going to be slow, but I'm sure in a year from now we're going to come back and be talking about, oh, man, did you see that on Facebook Watch? Yeah, that's true. They, I, they're good. I did think it was interesting what they said about video, is that video mm. has taken the smallest hit for engagement. What do you think about that? Yeah, I thought that was a, a really good one, too. And this is, you know, probably no surprise. So what was it, last year, whenever I think it was, you know, Sheryl Sandberg came out and said, like, by 2020, Facebook's going to be all video. And I'm sure I could open up my Facebook app right now, and I bet three out of the top six posts are going to be video. Mm -hmm. So it seems like people like consuming video. Uh, video seems to work pretty well um, within the Facebook. And the uh, the ones that took the biggest hits, links, took the biggest hits, right? So this year, people leaving Facebook. It's like, no. You can tell like yeah. Facebook doesn't want you to leave <laughs> Facebook. So, And I know that publishers have been talking about this for a while now. And then... Uh, the one that took the second biggest hit was images. So just sharing an image is still got some average decent engagement, more than links, but uh, about half as much as videos. You know, that kind of made me start thinking about the industry, but also with Instagram. Are people maybe mm. thinking that their images are meant to be on Instagram and a little bit less on Facebook? Mm. I think that with memes being so prevalent on Instagram, maybe people are starting to engage with it less on Facebook, thinking that maybe Instagram is the true home for that now. Yeah, and that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I, I think the links are probably the one that I thought was the I was really shocked by. But if you think about uh, like content that goes viral versus a video that goes viral, right? I mean, I, I will see videos that started out like almost six weeks ago and have two million you know views plus with all this engagement. It's rare that I actually see that on content though. Content's always like within like the last like two or three days. It has to be mm -hmm. real recent in order for it to kind of take off. That's a good point. No evergreen, no evergreen content yeah. for Facebook. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Let's uh, let's jump over to AdWords. What do you think? All right. Yeah, I was pleased to see that they're simplifying ad rotation. It seems like they had a couple different options, and now they've just made it into two. So optimize for clicks or for best performing ads and then rotate indefinitely. So they kind of made rotate indefinitely even split and then the rotate indefinitely kind of combined into one. I thought that was a smart move, making it easier for everyone. <laughs> yeah, this one is one of those, um, you know, if you got on the Twitter and got on like PPC chat, uh, these guys, a lot of people were kind of in an uproar, you know, uh, and I think it's always difficult when you give out a lot of control over your ad rotations and then you kind of take it away. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, no, but my control, I need it back. Um, even though you probably never even use rotate evenly, you know, it realistically, most people are either optimizing or they're not optimizing and that's Google's terms there. So rotate ads indefinitely Google's like, Oh, you're not optimizing for conversions or whatever, but it's you learning which ad performs the best and rather than having Google determine that. So 
Yeah, I actually wish that Facebook would uh, would uh, roll this out to where I could do uh, rotate ads indefinitely. Like, let me have two ads going mm-hmm. and like actually see which one performs the best rather than just picking one. And we hear that all the time at ad stage. People are always looking to do that. They just think Facebook picks the winner ad too soon. And we see that across the board. Everyone agrees with that. I know. That's the crazy part. I, we should do a whole segment on that, uh, just like how quickly they pick it and how they know. So... But um, I've also heard the same thing with Google, that they're also picking too soon. Um, Brad Geddes, and uh, I'll include in the show notes, he did a really cool analysis on this where he was optimizing. If you were to optimize for conversions, what ended up actually happening was uh, if you would have done rotate indefinitely, you would actually got better results because it needed more time. So yeah, in a short term, if you're just looking at it maybe like after two weeks, sure. It did really well, got a lot of conversions, but if you were to expand that out over like two months, rotate indefinitely one. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of a pretty cool study, so. But uh, the other one too with uh, AdWords was this new beta called Ad Suggestions. And what it's gonna be doing is giving you potential benefits of saving time and freeing up optimization of ad copy. So I don't know about this one. Again, this is letting Google do a lot of the work for you again. And I know a lot of uh, search uh, PPC people don't like giving up that control. Uh, did you get to, have you seen this one? I haven't seen this yet in our account. We're not in the beta, but what are your thoughts overall around this? Well, I was kind of curious what sort of suggestions they would give. So it's about yep. ad copy. So are they going to tell us to capitalize different words or how are they <laughs> going to be able to know how to change it? They're going to I don't know. That was it's a confusing one for me. Yeah, you know, like you never know. Like, so Google's got all that machine learning, right? They they are so good. We're seeing this more and more, even with the new interface. We're seeing all these opportunities that they're showing us, where they're using algorithms to predict what's going to work best. And so, I'm I'm interested as well. I'm interested to see what types of uh, suggestions they're going to be giving, what types of notifications they're going to be giving. Um, and then ultimately are these better or are they worse? So mm-hmm. if it's one thing that Google knows it's search behavior. So it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. It'll be pretty cool to see what happens with it. So if you're in that beta, tell me how it's doing, uh, tweet at us at ad stage, uh, and let us know how it's, how it's working for you. So cool. That's Facebook. That's AdWords. Two more Amazon and Marketo. Let's knock out Mar, uh, Amazon. Did you see that uh, they're uh, growing their programmatic ad business? So face, if you haven't uh, been paying attention over the last month and even realistically last year, Amazon is coming out swinging. They're like, Google, Facebook, look yeah. out. Amazon is here. I'm buying up grocery stores. I'm buying up retail. I'm here. So uh, their programmatic ad business, I think, is one that's really going to be uh, interesting in my opinion because Google's ad revenue is pretty much or Google's revenue is from ads I should say you know 90% plus is coming from AdWords right um, so is Amazon going to encroach on that and get into some of those profits or are people just going to shell out more money well you know so that's always the interesting part so yeah break it down for us what did you see with this one I think the part I focused on was how they're moving to self-serve so they had the managed services aspect for a while and now they're going to make it self-serve, which is really just going to bring in the money now that agencies, again, have that control and all those options that you were talking about, how they love earlier. You know, now they're going to have that more with Amazon. So I think you're, we'll see more and more people diving into that market. 
Yeah, I like this one too. I like self-serve. Uh, again, that's a that's what's going to be so much more scalable, right? So the managed service, like, I mean, how many account managers can Amazon hire, right? But if they can open it up and then just kind of support, you know, maybe the bigger advertisers, that's really um, kind of what Google, that's what Snapchat, that's what everyone really does. So again, I think it's going to be really cool. I think they have a lot of first-party uh, and third-party data, which I think is going to be a lot of fun when they introduce that. So bringing in that element of how I'm shopping on Amazon and how you know, you're going to be able to bid on me and how I'm a different type of bid for certain types of advertisers. So I really like the human, the, the people-based advertising rather than bidding on like a query, which you can do, but it's like, I'm gonna, I want to bid on a person. And when the, this demographic looking for this type of uh, product. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Anything else you want to add there? Recently, I read how men are impulse shoppers a bit more than <laughs> females, and that at grocery stores are starting to take that into account. So they're adding a lot of things for males to just kind of pick up. So they'll maybe have wine glasses by the wine bottles, so you can kind of just grab those two on your way out. So it kind of made me start thinking about, you know, when you are bidding on the person, not just the keyword, how that's going to look on Amazon, since we do have a lot of impulse buyers out there. Yeah, you start coupling, you know, people like you bought this, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure, let's it, do it. I know it works on me. <laughs> it works on me. I love Amazon. So I think my neighbors think I'm crazy. Every Thursday I'm taking out the recycling and it's just Amazon boxes. Yeah, it's <laughs> All right. Uh, the last one that we've got for you guys is this interesting announcement. So not exactly PPC related, uh, but is ad tech related. So... Google and Marketo becoming new besties. Uh, this one's pretty interesting, pretty interesting. So I'll, I'll kind of set the table for you guys real quick. So Marketo and Google announced this partnership. And what's basically going to end up happening is uh, Marketo is going to be using and moving to the Google Cloud platform. And you're like, well, what is the Google Cloud platform? Well, this is, um, if you've heard of Amazon Web Services, or this is AWS, or IBM, or Microsoft, right? So those are kind of the big four players within this cloud architecture. They're moving their entire uh, like company to Google's cloud. And uh, there's some really cool advantages that come out of this. Um, do you want to run through a couple that you saw for a Marketo? Yeah. So speed, I think it's the number one here, so re reducing run times. Um, it says from minutes to seconds and then seconds to virtually instant. So that is going to be amazing news. Uh, not having to wait and look at that loader happen for 30 plus minutes. Ugh, I hate the loader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And they no longer need to maintain or build or expand their own data centers now that they're all moving that to Google. So that's going to be huge. And then um, just able to scale larger. I guess that, you know, that goes into building and maintaining their data centers. But yeah, they'll be able to scale a lot larger without having to worry about these performance issues. Yeah, and there's some really, I mean, hands down, those are all really cool. So you think about no longer maintaining, like so here at AdStage, we have a database as well. And we have engineers that are uh, constantly monitoring it. Um, they're making sure that it's, it's strong, that it's you know, not getting hacked or whatever. Uh, it's not breaking. Because that's what our entire like uh, website and uh, like our products are built on. Well, now Marketo is like, okay, Google, you maintain the database, you fix it. You know, so when it breaks, it's their fault, not Marketo's fault. So if you guys have remember just a couple of weeks ago, it's similar but not quite. Marketo was in the uh, 
in the the news for not uh, updating their domain registration. So they lost Marketo.com for a couple of hours. Thankfully, one of their customers went in and paid the meter for them. They went in, renewed their domain for them. I mean, insane. Insane. Yeah, I would like that's when you know you have brand loyalty. The guy's like, I just wanted my Marketo forms to come back on. <laughs> <laughs> I was losing leads. So, um, now some of you guys might be wondering, like, well, what does Google have to gain? So. Google gets another like large brand, right? So uh, they they added Evernote, they added Box. Now they're getting Marketo. Um, so they're kind of like a block and tackling, right? So they're trying to block uh, people from going to Amazon or IBM or Microsoft. And then um, they also get to put you know their logo, their G Suite, right? Uh, for all these business people, this is your Gmail, this is your calendar apps, your Sheets, everything like that, is now in front of six thousand business globally. So all those Marketo users can now understand the G suites. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, they also get to, uh, have Google BigQuery and machine learning, uh, come into place. So again, kind of like what Margot was saying there, uh, for you guys as PPCers, uh, the big stuff for you guys to kind of think through and think about is speed. You're going to be able to launch those drip campaigns much faster, which is great. And you'll also, um, have the potential uh, to provide some marketing automation around leveraging AdWords for more targeting and personalization. So I, I like that aspect of it, of Marketo has my CRM, right? They have my customers. Well, let's now make a campaign out of those into AdWords and let's, let's push that database right into AdWords. So that this native integration, I think is going to be really cool. So that's it. That's all the headlines. That's it. That's it. Six knocked them out. Uh, for you guys, we're rounding out August today, so uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I hope you're not listening to this and you're relaxing. You know, maybe go hit some water and have some fun. Margo, what are you doing for Labor Day weekend? I'm heading to Atlanta, actually. It's definitely going to be warm over there. Yeah, well, it's going to be warm here, too, I saw. Uh, I saw, like, 95 tomorrow in Oakland. Oh, wow. Yeah. A little too hot. It's too hot. So, well, cool. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>